Welcome to the Cashflow is Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Jocelyn Chong, business coach with Sid Disaguar. Here you will learn from entrepreneurs or side hustlers about their business journey, how they overcome their challenges to be a successful entrepreneur today. So, let's get started. So, welcome back to this podcast again. Thank you listeners for joining us. My name is Jocelyn Chong. I'm a business and financial coach, qualified financial advisor and entrepreneur. Today, I am super excited to invite my friend Flavia Amber to join us. She has got a clothing business and I would like to let you listen to her story. Flavia, thank you for joining us. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you. you. Thanks for having me. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Flavia. Like I said, I'm, I started a clothing business recently. I've also been self-employed for 11 years with my search engine marketing business. That's the business me. I come from Germany originally. I've lived there for 26 years and then moved to Australia because I wanted to experience the beautiful beaches here. And yeah, I love traveling and I'm a bit of an adventurer. and that just satisfied my soul, really. My soul's calling. Yeah, and here I had a few jobs before I became self-employed. I lived the life that most people live, working nine to five. I had fun as well, you know. I enjoyed the beach and I enjoyed traveling, but at some point I felt like I couldn't go any further in that cliché nine-to-five corporate environment. So I've changed that and I started my own business and that gave me the freedom and the flexibility I always was longing for. I moved somewhere else, away from where my clients were. I um, started traveling, going on longer trips, taking my work with me. I started making my own rules stopped working around what my clients needed and worked around what I needed. I worked a lot at the beginning, then I worked very little for a while so I can enjoy the typical, you know, Byron-based surf lifestyle. Then I found a balance somewhere, so it's been a long journey to get to them now. Yeah. That is cool. So, you know, obviously you have worked in corporate world and then you shifted to your own business 11 years ago that has given you more freedom, given Mm -hmm. you the ability to travel, given you the opportunity to adjust to more family life so that you can spend more time as well with your family. And now you live in Barn Bay, close to Barn Bay, New South Wales. So tell us a bit about your clothing business that you have got. Okay, the clothing business. I'm making clothes that are country bohemian inspired um i guess inspired by my life i live on in rural new south wales on a kind of a farm so i'm a country woman a country girl and i've also traveled so yeah my clothing inspiration comes from all of that and um, i started it with absolutely no knowledge in the fashion industry so it took a while it took until now two and a half years about to be ready to launch and yeah 
it was good that it was a slow process because I had to learn a lot along the way. I also have a son who, when I started, was a year old. So I couldn't choose how fast I was going. It was kind of planned out for me. <laughs> and then financially, of course, I used the money I was earning in my other business to invest into this business. And at the beginning, it wasn't that much because as a new mom, I, was, I had reduced my hours quite considerably. And yeah, so it's, it was nice, a nice organic growth over the last couple of years. And, you know, I don't have any debt. I did it the slow way, but also the easy way in terms of finances. And it's just what I'm what I've known from my other business too, I never kind of forced or pushed it into a certain direction. I just let it develop itself. That works quite well for me. That is so, yeah. so good, Flavia, because, you know, our audience are in this podcast to learn about cash flow is confidence. And one of the few things that you covered there was how you really took the time to grow, to learn about the business. You took the time because you also want to make sure that you invest into your young son's life while you're building the business at the same time. <laughs> and you want to do it debt-free. Whatever you earned in your previous business, you are able to reinvest that back into your current business. Can you share a little bit more about how you ensure that there is comfortable cash flow in terms of managing the lifestyle that you are at at the moment? Yeah, I was talking to my husband this morning about, you know, how this, I think it's called profit first, that method where you put away certain percentages for certain things. And I think I've learned to do it intuitively because I know how much I spend on food and, you know, phone and all these other bills. I know how much I want to spend on myself, like getting a massage or doing something, going to the osteopath or whatever I need. Or Yeah, I know my limits, so I'm doing it automatically. But yeah, I also, I log into my bank account quite often. <laughs> I don't get good, you know, bad surprises and go, oh, I have no money left. I also shift money into different accounts where I know I'm not going to touch them. I have quite a bit sitting in there at the moment that I know will go towards the house. I know there's, you know, I want to get a few things made, a few new clothes made. I know how much that will cost. I put some money aside for that. So, yeah. And then at the moment, you know, I can't travel anyway. So perfect. <laughs> I don't need to prioritize. It's done for me. I do know these things like, Last year, we traveled to Germany. We spent quite a bit of money on flights and we went to Italy and all that stuff and um, went for lunches and dinners. This year, we didn't do that. And I did, deliberately didn't do that. <laughs> I mean, we can't anyway, but I knew I needed that time and that money to put towards my business. So it's really about priorities. Yeah. Awesome. I, I don't buy lots of clothes at the moment. Or I make I them. <laughs> but you know, I guess I've learned to limit myself in that way. I love the way you um, talk about how you discuss with your husband about profit first, which is the five bank accounts, the revenue account, the operating expenses account, mm -hmm. the savings account, the salary account, and the taxes account. 
and you are so in tune that you have got clarity because you are so engaged about signing into your bank account every single few days or every single day just to check in whether the money is flowing in the right way that is bringing you clarity, comfort and confidence. And I really like that practice. That is something that for those of us in the audience who are not as in tune with our numbers, we are not someone that are so good with numbers, I would invite you to start practicing getting more clarity around your bills coming in, putting aside amount where you need to so that you will not be surprised when a big chunk of bill comes in like, you know, council rates, for example, or your annual car insurance bills or paying off a membership that is quite significant. Those are the areas that we need to plan ahead so that when we got clarity around our cash flow, we are bringing in confidence into our business. That is an absolutely amazing practice. Flavia, can you share with us about three advice that you would give to someone who is thinking about starting their own business, moving from corporate world into your entrepreneurship position, or someone who already started their business but got a bit stuck at where they are, what would you say to them to help them minimize their financial stress and also know how to keep themselves going in a way that is consistent in their business? Okay. Well, my number one advice is to follow your gut feeling. When I quit, I had one client that I knew I had for sure who was paying $1,000 a month for services that I provided. That's not a lot when you live in Sydney and you're renting. I just trusted that it's going to happen. So that wasn't really around reducing financial stress <laughs> at all. But it just was so clear to me. And then all that happened. As soon as I quit, people offered me jobs and asked if I can do stuff for them. So I think gut feeling, just to follow your gut feeling is very important because otherwise you may stay stuck forever. If you always think of, oh, how am I going to afford this? Because, you know, you can go, always go back. I always told myself, you can always go back, but I never did. Yeah, you need to trust that you're making the right decision and that finances won't be a problem. I had a few others, but they're not around finances. <laughs> okay. One was boundaries. From the start, to know your boundaries and to set clear boundaries. For example, I had a client who would send an email and then send a text and say, I just sent you an email. And that's absolute. That's a no-go. That's, that's pushy. And that's like, yeah, kind of invading my space. And yeah, to talk to people and say, no, it's not okay. Please don't send an email and send a text afterwards. You know, I will reply in my own time. So setting boundaries really helps to create the business you want attract the clients that you want and not get back into that same position you were in corporate where you just, I don't want to say everybody's a slave, but <laughs> sometimes, you know, you feel like it's like, oh, I'm only allowed to do lunch break between one and two. What? <laughs> yeah. So boundaries is an important one for yourself and for your clients. And um, I don't believe in competition. 
So I always say, I don't believe in competition. I believe everyone is so unique and everyone has their own way of doing things or whatever. If it's a product, you know, their product is special because they put their little special vibe into it or yeah, no companies the same. So unless you copy and then it's, you know, that's boring. Then you're not really being yourself. So be yourself and um, know that there's no competition because you are you and people are attracted to how you do things. You know, there's lots of business coaches, but no one is the same. There's a reason why people choose you or someone else. So, yeah, that's my other. Amazing. Um, So three things that you mentioned was gut feel, follow your gut feel. Trust Mm -hmm. in the intuition that is speaking to you. I can Mm -hmm. relate to that because a lot of times when I operate, I know that gut feel plays such a key role in terms of knowing, am I on the path of success or I am working against the path of success? So I really invite our audience to learn to tune into what your subconscious mind is also speaking to you and your gut feel. I know that because a lot of times I remember when I achieve something, there is that element of butterfly in the stomach that is telling me I am doing my very utmost best. I agree with you on gut feel. Next one. Yeah, and also with the finances, if it feels really good, then of course finances will be fine too. Otherwise you would have resistance. Yes, definitely. In the finance component on gut feel, also know that you will be important to apply the right money habits and the money mindset. I invite our audience to really think about what are the money stories that we may have in our past that we need to start to think about how we can really shift that, really work through the money mindset so that we are bringing clean energy that is not holding us back from really working through in our business. The next part that Flavia mentioned was boundaries. I could not agree more about working boundaries. That is so important because you mentioned about when you're at work, you are very, very structured. We have to work at certain time. We've got meals time at certain break, and then you got to leave at certain time. Work boundaries is very, very important to apply when we have our business for our own Self because we can overwork and overthink and do more and at the end of the day, burn ourselves out. And that's not the right healthy outcome that we want to deliver for our people or our clients. Therefore, look after your own personal boundaries, your work boundaries, and ensure that you bring clarity at the start so that when you come into an agreement at the start of any engagement, there is no surprises when you carry out through the project or the assignment and it will then always go back to that agreement that you have agreed at the start. So I invite all of you to think about the work boundaries. And the final one I couldn't agree more as well is the competition. In the corporate world, I come from corporate banking, finance, 20 years, and there is that competition. It is Every week, every week, you need to deliver your sales target. Every week, you are only as good as who you are last week. 
Because if you don't achieve that target this week, you are just a number. That is not going to be a healthy way because like Flavia said, all of us are unique. We have our own DNA. We have our own personality. We have our own experience, our qualifications, our background, the way we operate. We are going to bring our own uniqueness into the business. Therefore, be in your own zone. Be in your sweet spot. Be in your strengths so that you're bringing out the best that you can be as in your business. And don't compete because competition is going to distract you and derail you from what you need to do. So let's really take on board her advice. That is so powerful. I really, really enjoy and I really, really take on those advice as well because I think it's a daily reminder that we need to really ensure that we are focused on what we need to so that we are not easily distracted with so many noises around the world that can take us to the wrong direction. Flavia, what would be your favorite way of relaxing during COVID-19 now? Just shifting you know, from um, this whole year that there is this major disruption in the world, what do you do to ensure that you retain focus and also you relax yourself in a time that, you know, have a bit more limitations on movement, travel, and what you choose to do? Yeah, there's a few ways. The first one is we live on a farm. We don't hear, see any of that unless we listen to the news or go into town. So I've spent a lot of time here. So yeah, if you have nature, go in nature because nature is beautiful and it's been quite nice this year. No, you know, there's no planes going over. <laughs> I also do yoga every morning and I go for a walk with the dog every morning. So that hasn't changed during COVID. I've always done that. And I have to say, yeah, I barely listen to the news or watch the news or, yeah. I mean, it's nice to be informed, but it's also nice to just be in your own bubble, especially when you need to focus, like you said, and you don't want to lose that focus and buy into fear. So those have been a few ways. And also just to see what could it be good for. I mean, like you said, you can't move, you can't travel much. So how great could it, can it be, you know, to have some time where you're not distracted? The first couple of weeks, I remember, I enjoyed it. No play dates to go to, no, everybody stopped, you know, their work. Like, I was just here. <laughs> and that's where a lot of my creativity has started to flow again. Wow, that is so yeah. good to hear. And I think with your line of work, you need a lot of creativity to give you more and more inspiration and create, you know, the next kind of, you know, product. So that is so, so mm -hmm. good. I do yoga as well. And I definitely agree with you. The nature walk and just enjoying, you know, the sunshine, the enjoying the beach that is free to us. And sometimes we are so busy in our own head that we don't enjoy what is given to us by the universe. And I like that, you know, you get to really enjoy that when the whole world pauses. And I feel that with COVID-19, it's almost like the whole universe saying, we all need to rest. We are chasing after something, but what are we chasing after? And this period of um, COVID-19 pandemic has I think mean, made a lot of people 
think about what is important in life. What are really important? What are valuable? What should we embrace more? Couldn't agree more. And to actually wrap up our podcast today, I have got one fun question to ask. And that would be, if you could have a secret camera in any room in the world, what room would you choose to see through? Oh, God, a secret camera. Hmm. I think I would put it in my son's room just to listen to what he's talking about when he's playing or by himself or with his friends. <laughs> I always wonder, what are they talking about now that they can talk? <laughs> yeah, that's who I want to listen into. <laughs> yeah, their heads. It's very possible. That is cool. That is cool to really understand more of your own son. And that's cool. Nice. I like Yeah, that. I find it so interesting. You know, I don't care about listening to some politician or, but his inner world, yeah, interests me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Flavia, for your time. I really, really enjoyed this conversation with you. Get to know, you know, your life from Germany right through to coming to Australia, you speaking multiple language in German, French and English, of course, and moving from a corporate world, coming into a fashion industry and creating things that are inspired by your life, your journey, your travels. Most, most inspirational. And as my friend, it's so good to actually catch up with you all the time, hear about the nature, the photos that you take near where you are, all that are really, really, truly something I value. So thank you so much for our friendship as well. And listeners, check us out and hear from you all again. See you for now. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Cashflow is Confidence podcast. We really enjoyed talking about business, life as an entrepreneur and fun activities beyond work. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would be so grateful that you can share this with your friends, family, and business network. Make sure to visit us on our social media channels so we can hang out together. See you in the next episode. Bye for now.